guys, it's Timmy, and this is Wrestling Unlimited, as it's Friday, and this, ooh, I almost just knocked over my drink, it's the Wrestling Wrap-Up, a handful of news brought to you in one easy-to-watch video. First, today's stories do go, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, but the six has like six in it, no, maybe five in it, well, we got technically one, two, three, four, five, Six, seven, eight stories, a couple small ones, and one of the stories, it's an AEW story. We're going to talk about a number of wrestlers, one, two, three, four, five different wrestlers that you haven't seen on television in a while. We're also going to talk about and try to give some clarification on the Sonya Deville incident back in February where she was arrested with a gun, and I'm going to try and give as much knowledge and insight as I can as to why she was actually arrested. I've seen so many people giving misinformation on this, and I'll just say right now, and I'll say it again in a moment when we get into it, but I'm a licensed firearms instructor. I teach people the laws as far as it goes of knowing what you can and can't do with your weapon, permitted and non-permitted. So I've also researched the New Jersey laws since this came out so I can be a little more informative for you guys because New Jersey, California, every state's different. Not realizing that New Jersey and California are pretty similar actually in their laws. Plus, I actually reached out to a colleague from New Jersey as well. <clears throat> so I will be giving you some clarification on the Sonya Deville stuff. And I'm, I had, man, if I were to get this message back before we talk about Sonya Deville, I may have a big break in the story as far as how the gun was actually found. But uh, I can't I can't say it now without more clarification. Crap. All right. But we're also going to talk about uh, a hint that Naomi, well, she's not or is not planning on coming back right now, possibly WWE. Some twists and turns going into WrestleMania, Jay White's contract status, and so much more because this is the wrestling wrap up. A handful of news brought to you in one easy to watch video. We do this every Friday and Monday morning, roughly between 11 and 11:30 a.m. Pacific, bringing you all the latest updates in the world of professional wrestling. We do it live on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited, and live on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Remember, you can always watch later on YouTube or listen later on podcast services all around the globe, like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. Also, remember, if you're watching live on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can either help us out by hitting that donate button down below or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. <clears throat> you can either subscribe with a tiered subscription or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime. Because remember, if you have Amazon Prime or have access to anybody's Amazon Prime account, then you have Prime Gaming. You take that Amazon account, you take that Twitch account, you link them together, bada bing, bada boom, you're Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things like free games, free stuff for games, and it always gives you one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to support throughout the month. I wish it was this one right here. Or at Timmy Buddy, because last night we did a four-hour stream. Putting this hot rod together. Look at this thing. It's the first ever licensed. No, I'm not sponsored. It's the first ever licensed NASCAR set for Lego. It's really cool. We did a four-hour stream putting this together. 
I also have the video up on my YouTube. Not the four-hour stream. I took the four-hour stream, and I basically put it down to five minutes. So I sped the whole thing up. But this thing's really cool. We put this together last night on stream. And if you want to go check that out either there or on my other YouTube, just search Timmy Buddy, and you'll find the quick and dirty video up there as well. Also, really cool. You can actually steer it. Look at the wheels move. And when you drive it, when you drive it, again, this is not a sponsor or a plug or anything. But I just find this super cool. When you're driving it, the crankshaft, the pistons, all of those actually move. So cool. So cool. But remember, if you're watching on YouTube, you can help us out over there as well by becoming a channel member. As a channel member, you get early access to news, early access podcast episodes, graphics, tutorials, all of the kind of stuff, and so much more. Plus, you can get all of that by heading over to patreon.com forward slash PWUnlimited. Oh, also, best thing about that right there, it's a Chevy. Yep. They didn't say, oh, we're going to go Ford first. Oh, we're going to go Toyota. No, they went Chevy. Also, remember, head over to the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store and buy something. Whether you're buying a new game, whether you're buying an old game, whether you're claiming one of the free games or getting bucks for Rocket League, Fortnite, Fall Guys, or Rumbleverse, use our code right here, whoop, 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 right here, PWUnlimited at checkout, and you will be supporting us at no extra cost. Ooh, it looks like a new match has been announced for SmackDown. All right, we'll talk about that when we get to it. But regardless of all of that, boom, 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 we've got news to talk about, and the big story we're talking about is Sonya Deville and everything that went down with her arrest this past week. Well, actually not this past week, back in February. So it actually was February 19th. It was almost two weeks ago now, almost two Sundays ago. So let's pull up all the info I have on that. Again, <clears throat> I've done some stuff to learn more and this and that and whatnot. So we're going to get into the weeds on this one for a minute maybe a few minutes <clears throat> so the news first broke i want to say wednesday morning ish early afternoon here in california on the west coast pacific time i don't, I don't know what time it was over in the, in the in the in the east coast but news broke that back in february sonia deville real name daria daria baronado had been arrested in atlantic city new jersey for having a weapon on her weapon reportedly found in her vehicle by a valet now they stated in the initial in the initial reports that came out, one came out from TMZ, another one came out from Fightful. They all stated that the weapon, the gun, we still don't know what type of gun it was. We know it's some sort of a handgun, was found in the glove box. And now all the people online, well, why was that damn valet snooping in her glove box? Why was that damn valet snooping in her glove box? Well, from what I've heard, and I can't give too much context on this because I haven't got it 100% clarified, the valet wasn't snooping. He was looking to verify that that was her vehicle before giving it back to her. That's all I can say right now before I get any inform other information. But from what I was told by one person was that they were trying to verify it's her vehicle and so they were looking for something in the vehicle to verify that it's hers before they give it back to her. But what happened was the weapon was found in her vehicle and the weapon was not properly permitted and she didn't have a proper permit for the state of New Jersey. And so, well, she was arrested and there we go. Yesterday, because this became a news story on Wednesday, 
yesterday, the Atlantic City Police Department actually put out the following statement on their Facebook stating, Woman arrested for possession of a handgun for immediate release, March 1, 2023. On February 19, 2023, patrol units were called to the Borgata Hotel Casino and Spa for a report of a valet employee discovering a handgun in a vehicle that had been valet parked. Responding officers arrived to find the owner of the vehicle, Daria Baranato, on scene and cooperating with security. Baranato admitted to being the owner of the handgun who provide, uh, provided responding officers a permit to carry from out of, out of state that is not valid in New Jersey. More on that in a minute. Baranato was then taken into custody without incident and released on a summons pending a future court date. Arrest. Daria Baranato, 29 of, and it says where she actually lives. I don't want to give all that out in Florida, but she's in Florida. This charges unlawful possession of a weapon. Baranato was issued a summons pending a future court date. The public is remain, uh, the public is reminded that charges are mere allegations and the accused is considered innocent until proven guilty. Anyone with information about the incident is urged to contact the Atlantic City Police Department. Now, there is no other pertinent information to give. A, she had the weapon. She left it in her vehicle. It was found by somebody else. That somebody else called it in. I am in Atlantic City at most of the casinos and whatnot. If they find anything like this, First thing they do is they go to their manager and they immediately call it into the PD. Nothing else. They don't try to find the owner of the vehicle. They don't, nothing. Protocol is get to the manager and say, hey, I'm about to call the police. This is what I found in this vehicle. Now, the interesting thing here is that this report does not state that it was found in the glove box. Yet from one thing that I heard, again, can't 100% clarify, it was found in the glove box and it wasn't because the Valet was snooping. Now, as far as the whole not having a valid permit in the state of New Jersey. Now, Sonia DeVille lives in the state of Florida and is permitted with the CCW. We assume she's, they said that she gave a permit to the police. So I assume that's a CCW. CCW means that you can... Legally carry your weapon out in public. Now, if we go over to the USCC website, this is a great resource to learn gun laws for other states. Say you live in Florida, say you live in New Jersey, say you live in California, and you're going to another state with your weapon. This is a very good website to go to to figure out if you're even allowed to take that weapon there. So we're on Florida. Florida is, as you see, it's grayed out here. So that means we have clicked onto Florida. Now, all the states in green will recognize a Florida CCW, no problem at all. All the states in yellow will recognize a Florida CCW, but with slight restrictions. All the states in red do not, I repeat, do not recognize a Florida CCW, one of those states being New Jersey. Now, when we click New Jersey, well, actually, hold on, let me go back to Florida. Florida is actually recognized in 35 other states outside of Florida. And when we go to New Jersey, well, no, um, they honor 35 other states, 37 other states honor them. Now, when we go to New Jersey, they honor zero other states, 26 other states honor them. 
But right there, that big, fat zero. If you don't have a New Jersey CCW, kaput, you're not carrying. That gun needs to be locked up. And that's where the actual charges come and why she was charged for all of this. Because the gun was not locked up. Now, I'm going to read you the description because it says that she was charged unlawful possession of a weapon. Now, what in New Jersey does that actually mean? What is an unlawful possession of a weapon? This charge means someone has purchased, owns, or was carrying a weapon with the intent of committing a crime. This, this offense is rarely charged alone and instead is often charged in conjunction with other offenses such as burglary, robbery, and so forth. It is a second-degree crime to use a gun, fireworks, or other explosives on a person or property. A conviction can lead up to 5 to 10 years in prison. Using any other weapons against someone is a third-degree crime, punishable by 3 to 5 years in prison. Even using a toy or non-function model replica gun is a fourth-degree crime and can lead to 18 months in prison. So what this is saying, and I don't, I, I really don't think she's going to get any prison time here. But what this is saying is you cannot have your, any weapon on you with the intent of using it to hurt somebody else. And I get it. Well, why would you have your CCW anyways then? For the intent of self-defense for the most part. Then, then not, I, I shouldn't even have said that. The main reason you should have your CCW is for self-defense of you or anybody else you're with. And <clears throat> when they ask her, why do you carry? She's going to say self-defense. This is what happened to me. I was stalked. The stalker tried to kidnap me and so forth. So now I carry to defend myself. Perfectly fine. But... She needs to know the laws of the state of New Jersey. Because in the state of New Jersey, you cannot just keep your weapon in your glove box. As far as transporting a weapon in the state of New Jersey, firearm shall be carried unloaded and contained in a closed and fastened case, gun box, securely tied package, or locked in the trunk of the automobile in which it is being transported and in the course of travel shall in shall include only such deviations as are responsibly necessary under the circumstance. The firearm should not be directly accessible from the passenger compartment, which is the glove box of the vehicle. If the vehicle does not have a compartment separate from the passenger compartment, the firearm and ammunition must be in a locked container other than the vehicle's glove compartment or console. So your gun can't just be chilling in your glove box. And here's an example of something you can use. <clears throat> now, this is what we call Pelican box. Some people use these for weapons, storage and whatnot. I actually use it for lighting equipment. You hear? But this would be an acceptable box because here, tough. Lock down, clamp, 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 clamp. But then you can also lock it in two different places. There's a lock spot here. There's a lock spot here. When they say securely locked, it means when the lock's like right now is not securely locked. 
What securely locked means is when there is a lock here and a lock here, then nobody can try to pry it open. Like say I take pliers here or something, try to, uh, nope, can't get into it, can't get into it. What happened here is that <clears throat> it was sitting in the glove box. Now you may say, well, what if it's a locked glove box? Doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Heck, I'll give you an example. I was with my mom the other day. She's got a Subaru something or other. I don't remember exactly. And I'm driving her car because she didn't feel like driving. We're going to the store or whatever. I don't exactly remember. I think we we're going to Walmart to pick up. Oh, that's what it was. It was actually two and a half weeks ago. We we're going to Walmart to pick some stuff up for my dad's funeral. Anyways, we get back to the house. We're getting out of the car. We're grabbing all the bags. She's like, what is this black thing? And she hands it to me. I look at it and I go, that's the lock for your glove box. She goes, what? It literally had just fallen out. The little lock for her glove box just fell out. I mean, super easy to pop right back in, bing, bang, boom. But glove boxes, you think are super secure. They're not. And in the state of Florida, a weapon cannot be placed in the glove box. A weapon cannot be anywhere that anybody else in the vehicle can get to at all. Your weapon needs to be right on you or lock safely away. So she says, oh, I got a CCW. Here's my CCW. It means I can carry. Even with the CCW, say she's back in Florida. With the CCW, that weapon still, if you're in your vehicle, needs to either be on your person or less than arm's reach away or locked away. Even if you have a CCW, you cannot legally just go into a casino or a bar or a restaurant and leave your gun unattended in the car, not locked away. It needs to be securely locked. So all states are. Now, some states don't require CCWs, and you can just carry whatever. I think Arkansas is one of those states. But still, you need to keep the weapon locked up safely so that way nobody else can get to it. Because what if somebody else found it that wasn't as responsible, I guess you could say, as this valet? What if a child found the weapon in the car? What if a random man or a woman found it and they, oh, I'm going to go shoot somebody now, and then shot somebody with her weapon? Yes, she did not commit the act, but the weapon is hers. The weapon is registered to her. She is now in trouble for not properly securing that weapon to where somebody else was able to get it. So that's where all of this leads to. It's that she left basically the weapon and... Unattended is not the right word, but it's almost unattended and not secure. You can leave a weapon, quote, unattended, if it's locked away in a lockbox like I showed, like this Pelican box or another sort of gun box or a safe. You're not going to have a safe in your car or anything. I mean, so I, know, I know somebody that's got a safe built into their trunk, but that's a whole different story for a whole nother time. But that is why she was arrested and she cooperated, they said. They said... She cooperated, no problem. But it was because the sole fact of, A, she had the weapon on her and shouldn't have had it on her in the state of New Jersey, and B, just left it in the car chilling. Again, doesn't matter if the glove compartment's got a lock or not. It literally says, Florida or New Jersey law, firearm should not be directly accessible from the passenger compartment of the vehicle. Must be in the locked trunk. And that even, to me, 
is very vague of, oh, I can just throw my gun in the trunk and I'm good. I wouldn't. I'd still, if I'm putting it in the trunk, still put it in a lockbox. Because, yeah, your trunk might be locked and no one can get into it that way. But what if somebody breaks into your car from the front? Like, opens the doors. And most of these cars nowadays, you pull the back seat down and boom, you're in the trunk. So, get a box. And then the other big question is, how did she get it to New Jersey? How did she get from New Jersey to Florida? Because that's a whole other big old can of worms there. Did she fly with it? Did she drive from New Jersey to, or from Florida to New Jersey? Because if she flew with it, I don't, that's a whole other thing that we can get into, but not really pertinent here because we don't have info on that. If she drove from Florida and or if she flew from Florida to New Jersey. But the whole big thing here is that she left the gun easily accessible to somebody else and didn't have proper permits for the state of New Jersey. New Jersey, again, very strict, just like California. So a lot of people are going, oh, she shouldn't have been arrested. She's got the right to carry. Second Amendment, second, second Amendment, my ass. Second Amendment is kind of null and void in this case because each state's got their own laws and you have to abide by their own law. Um, Joseph Menses says she's going to get a fine in three months community service. It's a legal gun. That's not the case. I mean, yeah, that's probably all she's going to get, but just because it's a legal gun doesn't mean she didn't legally follow the rules and legally follow the law. She disobeyed the law in their eyes and, and, but like they stated, Baronado was issued a summons pending a future court date. The public is reminded that charges are mere allegations and the accused is considered innocent until proven guilty. Now, she honestly didn't do really much wrong here. So it's not like, oh, we got to prove guilty that she shot somebody or prove guilty of this and that. And so the whole thing here is basically they're just going to tell her this is going to be a slap on the wrist. They're going to tell her, hey, you didn't have a CCW. Hey, the gun was not transported properly in the vehicle. Hey, the gun was not actually locked up in the vehicle properly and so forth. So that is why she was arrested. And then once it became a news story on Wednesday, they released their statement on Thursday. So I just thought I, I could come on here and bring you guys a little bit of knowledge on exactly why she was arrested. Because so many people were like, oh, she shouldn't have been arrested. She did nothing wrong. It was in her car. Why was he snooping? And this and that. From what I've been told, and this is all I can say without confirming more details, he wasn't actually snooping in the vehicle. He was looking for proof that the vehicle was hers. That's all I can say at this moment. So... As far as that does go, there's really not much more until more news does come out. Again, we haven't seen an actual police report. We just have this statement from the Atlantic City Police Department on their website. Now, as we move forward, speaking of women in WWE, it looks like one Naomi ain't coming back anytime soon. Ain't coming back anytime soon as well, Naomi is being advertised for WrestleCon. If you thought maybe Naomi could be returning sometime soon to WWE, well, don't get your hopes up because this was just sent out. And now it doesn't want to load. Today, this was tweeted out stating, 
It's Feel the Glow Friday. Welcome to WrestleCon at Naomi WWE. Graphic does say that Trinity fought two. Will be appearing at WrestleCon, so there we go. She would not be appearing at WrestleCon if A, she was planned to come back to WWE, or B, was in talks to come back to WWE. So, I just thought I would bring this little quick news note in, just to tell you guys, hey, Naomi is going to WrestleCon, so don't get your hopes up of, maybe she shows up at the Battle Royal, which they may not be doing. Maybe she shows up right after WrestleMania. Well, she wouldn't be going to WrestleCon if there are any, in any imminent plans for her. As we move forward, speaking of WrestleMania, more specifically the women's division and the women's tag team championships, we have an update here from Dave Meltzer regarding the, I guess you could say, storylines and what he calls twists and turns that we're going to get going into WrestleMania, as Dave Meltzer stated the following in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter. The only thing we know is that the women's tag title situation with the six women, including Bailey and Tristratus, have several twists and turns yet to come before the matches are finalized. Whether that means other title ma other title change back, another title change back, or a Stratus heel turn leading to that, or something else isn't known. Past we've past we've got more storyline to get to the destination of likely two different matches coming out of this. But Rousey and Baszler were set to face whoever ends up the tag team champions in a few weeks. That was the original plan. Build up Shayna and, and Ronda to eventually challenge at Mania for the tag team titles. What Meltzer's stating, though, is coming out of whatever happened on Monday, as far as the tag titles changing hands, Trish coming back, and we now have six women involved in this storyline. We have Lita, Trish Stratus, Becky Lynch, Bailey, Io Sky, Dakota Kai. According to Meltzer, two matches may come out of that combination of six Somehow, we don't know exactly. He didn't give any other clarification. Maybe the titles go back to damage control. Maybe damage control challenges that mania for the titles. Maybe they add Ronda and Shayna and make it a three-way. We just don't know. But according to Meltzer, again, two matches may come out of the aftermath of the title change this past Monday on Raw. With that, that is basically all the AE or WWE news we have as we transition now into some. Well, this kind of WWE. We got a Jay White story as far as his status with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Jay White finished up with New Japan Pro Wrestling back on March 18th when he lost a Loser Leaves New Japan match against Eddie Kingston. He already had lost a Loser Leaves Japan match against Hikaleo, and now he can't even work for New Japan in the States. But according to Dave Meltzer, in the latest Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Meltzer writes the following. Jay White is now officially a free agent as of March 28th. While all the circumstances seem to indicate he's headed to WWE, there has still been no confirmation on that. If he is going to WWE, it's not something well known within the company by many because multiple people who normally know haven't heard his name mentioned. The one interesting note is, is that New Japan stated, I want to say it was either yesterday or the day before. It may have been the day before. It was the last day to buy any Jay White merch from their website, from the Tokon Shop or whatever it's called. They will not be selling any more Jay White merch. Then Jay White, and let me just double check on this, because I, I can't remember if his tweet said, go just buy my merch from Pro Wrestling Tees, or that his merch is going to be going away on Pro Wrestling Tees. Let me double check that really fast. 
So Jay White stated, he just said, available now on Pro Wrestling Tees and it's his Switchblade era Bullet Club shirt. And then he sent out another tweet. So that was on January 24th. Then yesterday he sent out a tweet with an hourglass and a question mark basically saying, hey, go buy this shirt because you may not have a lot of time left to do so. A lot of people do think he, he is going to be going to WWE. There is a chance he goes to AEW. I'm not saying he doesn't. There is a slight chance. But as of right now, he is no longer under contract with New Japan Pro Wrestling. And we'll see where he lands. If he's going to WWE, I would assume he's going to be at... If he's going to WWE, I would put him on the main roster. I could see maybe why they would want to throw him in NXT first. I would put him main roster and wait till right after WrestleMania. Now, just throwing an idea out here. We know Shawn Michaels needs a representative at Stand and Deliver against Grayson Waller. A lot of people think it's going to be Dragon Lee. What if it's Jay White against Grayson Waller and Jay White is representing and standing up for one HBK Shawn Michaels? That'd be dope. That'd be dope. But as of right now, Jay White is a free agent. As far as not being under contract, maybe he's not even a free agent anymore. It's been three days. Since he's been a, no longer associated with New Japan. But for all we know, he's already signed another deal somewhere and is no longer a free agent. But as of the 28th, he was no longer with New Japan Pro Wrestling. But as we get into there, we got AEW news to talk about. As Commander was not Tony Khan's first choice for the face of the Revolution ladder match. As this comes from uh, Dave Meltzer in the latest Wrestling Observer Newsletter. In the latest Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Dave Meltzer reported that AEW actually wanted Vikingo to be one of the participants in the face of the Revolution Ladder Match on Wednesday's Dynamite because Vikingo wasn't available. Commander instead took part in the match. Meltzer wrote the following. Commander, who debuted in the ladder match with no build at all, was not under contract when he put the... when he put on the show... when he was put on the show and... Is, a, is very much on WWE's radar. Commander actually is under contract with KOA's, KAOZ promotion in Mexico and not, and not sure how that would impact his ability to actually sign with WWE or All Elite Wrestling, but he couldn't sign with either right now without the approval of KAOZ. Tony Khan wanted El Hijo Delfa Kingo to debut in the latter match, but he wasn't available, so the office asked for Commander. Conan works for KAOZ, and a long time ago, told them to put Commander uh, Dinamico, Sexy Star, and Dolce Canelo under contract because smaller companies could then sign them and KAOA may, may then be blocked from using them. Plus, KAOZ, I mean, KAOZ, and AAA work together. Basically, he's like, hey, sign these guys, so that way we got first rights on them, basically. The idea was that eventually they would work out a deal where KAOZ allowed them to sign with AAA as well, although that hasn't happened yet and wasn't a priority because AAA can use them as of right now anyways. So basically he wanted Vikingo. Vikingo wasn't available, and so they're like, hey, we'll send you Commander. Well, Commander did freaking great. He was awesome in that ladder match. The rope walk, the second, or the rope walk with the senton, the second rope walk with the, with the shooting star and commander was awesome. But we saw commander this week, but yet there's been a number of AW wrestlers we haven't seen maybe in months 
And we have an update on one, two, three, four, five of them as this comes per way of Fightful. First off, Hikaru Shida. Hikaru Shida has been dealing with a finger injury and is back in Japan. She worked the Jericho Cruise, performing in a couple of matches, but has otherwise barely wrestled at all this year. Chris Statlander. Despite sustaining an ACL injury that will still have her sidelined for months, Statlander has been backstage at several AEW shows in recent months. We know for sure she was present at the Lexington and Toronto events. Miro. Thus far, there's been nothing new on Miro since our last update, although the two sides did meet around the time uh, our report dropped. We're told that he's healthy and ready to go, but haven't but haven't heard an update on creative discussions between he and All Elite Wrestling. Miro has several years left on his contract after signing a four-year extension a year or so ago. Layla Hirsch. As of the last update we'd heard on Layla Hirsch was that she was, quote, slowly getting there after having knee surgery back in May of 2022. There was word that she'd resume in-ring training recently. Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky has been healthy for several months and has been cleared. He was dealing with an injury last summer, but has long been cleared. He was at the Impact No Surrender pay-per-view, but hasn't been at many AEW Dynamites of late. There were some AEW talent surprised to not see him at the LA show in early January. Scorpio Sky also has several years left on his deal. As he said in late 2021, he signed a new five-year extension. Basically, it's a couple people. Scorpio Sky and Miro, for example, that are just sitting on the sidelines with nothing to do. And then you have other people like Chris Statlander, Layla Hirsch, and Sheeta just nursing up some injuries. Now, one person that we've, you know, come accustomed to regularly seeing on television for AEW is Rebel. Yet, recently, she's been missing, and we now know why. According to Dave Meltzer in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, he basically states that Rebel does not fit the new babyface look and, and story for Britt Baker. He states, Rebel is no longer being used. We're told that with Baker and Hayter as babyfaces now, that if it was felt she didn't work as part of the act at this point in time. Rebel joined AEW in 2019 in a backstage role where she would remain until making her TV debut on AEW Dynamite as Britt Baker, DMD's quote, exclusive makeup artist and personal assistant. So it's been a while, a couple of weeks, maybe even a month or two since we've seen Rebel on television. And that's the whole thing. They're like, oh, well, Rebel's only usually there to help Rip Baker cheat, distract the referee and so forth, hand her the glove. But if she's a babyface, she's not really doing all that kind of heelish stuff anymore, at least for right now. So we're going to take Rebel. We're going to keep her working in the back. And then when we're ready to have Baker a heel again, maybe Rebel can re-debut or not re-debut, but return and help her out. And finally, we're talking about a little Ring of Honor. Now, last night, the first Ring of Honor weekly television show under the Tony Khan era did debut on Honor Club. I watched it this morning, and boy, howdy, was I unimpressed. All this show felt like was an episode of AEW Dark and Elevation. It literally just felt like a third AEW YouTube show. And why do I say that? Because there is AEW all over this show. Arya Davari, or Ari Davari, came out wearing an AEW t-shirt. Literally, black shirt. AEW logo. During the first match of the night, graphics on the screen hyping up, get the All Elite crate. 
go to all eat shop, all eat.com. There's like staying with the crate in the corner and everything. I'm like, no, we, you want this to be ROH, not AEW's third most utter low down brand. You want this to be ROH. We don't need any AEW branding on this show at all. Yet it was all over this show. And those are just two examples in the first 34 minutes of that of this show. Actually, the first minute and a half. Also, what the hell? They don't even have an intro. They don't even have an intro. Literally, graphic thing pops up in the corner that looks just like Dark and Dark Elevation and, and Dynamite and everything. It's got the logo in, in a little box. And the next to that box in gray, it says, Orlando, Florida, Universal Studios, what are the location? Just like AEW does for all their other shows. They didn't even, and yes, it looks similar, but it's slightly tweaked to fit the graphic style of Ring of Honor, but still, it's the same freaking graphic. And you have AEW graphics on your screen. No. And there's just a bunch of matches. I get it. Eddie Kingston did challenge Claudio and stuff. So we got some storyline stuff, but why can Eddie Kingston challenge Claudio? What did he do to earn it? Oh, I quit. AEW, so now I'm going to go to Ring of Honor because I can't get any opportunities in AEW. It just, it did nothing for me. It did nothing for me. And apparently, there are some people frustrated at those tapings, according to Dave Meltzer in the latest Wrestling Observer Newsletter, as he stated the following. A note we've heard around from a number of people regarding the Ring of Honor tapings. There were several people flown in for the show and not used. A lot of guys canceled their weekend bookings on indie shows and they did get paid more than they would have made on the indie shows, so that's not an issue. But the frustration was of guys being brought in and not used. One independent promoter told us that he lost four of his top guys and none of them got used at the ROH tapings. The promoter said that he wasn't mad or anything and was happy for the guys to get national exposure, and quite frankly, they would be worth a lot more if they were used on ROH television. Dak Draper was one name, we were told, was backstage and not used. So, yeah. They're telling people, hey, uh, we need you. Come over to Orlando. You can't work your show in whatever city now because we're going to use you and then not. They filmed so many matches. Ten matches were on last night's show. They filmed so many matches. And they still had guys there that they didn't use? Come on, Tony Khan. Come on, Tony Khan. You're hurting other promotions now. Who are you, Vince? Trying to sabotage others? As Meltzer says, one independent promoter told us he lost four of his top guys and none of them got used at the tapings. The ROH tapings. Jesus freaking Christ. So, you know, very understandable why they're frustrated. You're told, hey... Well, we'll pay you more than what they were going to pay you to sit in catering. To sit in the back and watch other guys get to work. And maybe some were okay with not working. Maybe some were like, oh, I'm making an even better payday and don't even have to take a bump. But you know there's probably a lot of those guys going, man, I was really looking forward to working so-and-so at such-and-such show. So I'm like, okay, I'll come here and maybe it'll give me an even cooler, better, more high-profile match. And they didn't. So, yeah. Despite getting paid more to go to Orlando and be at the tapings and not work, people are still frustrated because of that not work part. But with that, guys, that is everything I got here. That's going to wrap up the wrap-up. 
Again, I want to say thank you if you are watching live, twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited or youtube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Tonight is Friday Night Smackdown. And so far, three things have been announced for that show as we pull up the preview right here. I'm on WWE.com. Wanted to act a little slow. First off, we do know Roman Reigns and Cody are Cody Rhodes are set to collide on the road to WrestleMania. Cody said this past Monday he's coming to SmackDown because he knows Roman's going to be there. And then Heyman said, yeah, you better confront and find Roman or he'll confront and find you. As far as action does go, this is a new match announced. Sami Zayn will be going one-on-one -on -one with Solo Sokoa. And we also do know that Liv Morgan will be taking on Rhea Ripley. So these three things are the only three things that have so far been announced for tonight's Friday Night Smackdown. So with that, guys, that's going to wrap everything up here. We will be back live tonight following Friday Night Smackdown. Tomorrow, our, maybe later this afternoon, our um, predictions will go live for AEW Revolution. And then we'll be back here on Sunday for AEW Revolution, which is live from the Chase Center in San Francisco, California. So with that, guys, have a great rest of your Friday. If I don't see you tonight for SmackDown, have a great rest of your weekend, and we'll see you next time. Have a good one, guys.